Hello everyone, Gabrielle Marabella here. Today's very special episode is dedicated to the people of Ukraine and to people all over the world that are currently experiencing war and conflict in their own countries. Thank you for listening, and we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. See you in 2023. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Will She Do Next? I'm your host, Gabrielle Mirabella, and together with composer Ernie Bird, we've created a podcast that celebrates some of our favorite historical women. On today's episode, we examine the life of Lesia Ukrayinka, political activist, feminist, and one of the most celebrated Ukrainian writers of all time. This episode was written by myself, with music, production, narration, and lyric by Ernie Bird. And background music performances by Maria Ksionzek. And today's very special guest star is... Dana Procenko. Enjoy! Rozpoczynajmo! What will she do next? What will she do next? Her aim is true, but will she see it through? Oh, what will she do next? Lesia Ukrayinka was born Larisa Petrivna Kosach in February of 1871 in the Ukrainian town of Novograd Volinsky. Her father, Petro Antonovich Kosach, and mother, Olha Dragomaniu, were both devoted to the growth of their country, Ukraine. They were also devoted to the education of their young children, including Lesia, her three younger sisters, Olha, Oksana, and Isadora, and her younger brother, Mikola. Lesia was a bright and curious child, and her home was filled with love, curiosity, and fun. Homeschooled by their father, Lesia and her siblings spent their days learning all about their Ukrainian culture. At home, her family spoke the Ukrainian language, as well as nine other languages. Education was essential in the household, and Lesia was an eager student. When not busy with her schoolwork, Lesia also enjoyed playing piano, attending painting lessons, and learning all about the European arts she read about in her books. Although Lesia was growing up in a safe and nurturing home, there was a dark cloud hanging over her country. It was an ever-present force that threatened the culture, people, and future of Ukraine, and that force came from the government of Tsarist Russia. Lesia was first affected by Russian forces when she was only eight years old after her aunt, Olena Kosach, was arrested and sent far away for protesting the constraints of Russia. Much like today, Russia is a much larger country than Ukraine, one that did not want Lesia's small country to have the freedoms and future it had envisioned for itself. So Lesia fought back against this aggression in the only way she knew how. She began to write poetry. Away, dark thoughts, you autumn clouds. A golden spring is here. Shall it be thus in sorrow and in lamentation that my youthful years pass away? No. 
Through all my tears, I still shall laugh, sing songs despite my troubles, have hope despite all odds. I want to live. Away, you sorrowful thoughts. Contra Spen Spero by Lesia Ukrainka. As Lesia grew, she continued to write. By the time she turned 13 years old, she had even published her first poem, Lily of the Valley, writing under a pseudonym name. A pseudonym name just means that she used a different name than her own to hide her identity. And why did Lesia do this? Because at this time, works written in the Ukrainian language were forbidden by the Russian Empire. So in order to keep her and her family safe, Larisa Kosach began writing under the name Lesia Ukrainka, a name which quite literally translates to Ukrainian woman. This new name was an enduring symbol of the pride she felt for her heritage and the bravery she would come to rely on for the rest of her life. Lesia is now a teenager and her work is becoming more and more popular, despite failed efforts from the Russian Empire to keep her quiet. And how did she stay safe, despite constant threats to her safety? She came up with a clever plan. Lesia published her poetry and words not in the big central cities of Ukraine, but in western Ukraine, which was not part of the Russian Empire. These published works were then snuck back into Kiev, the capital city, for anyone to read. And what was Lesia writing about? She was most interested in creating works that featured Ukrainian folk art, including songs, stories, and history. And despite the danger of being caught, Lesia continued to write, and her readers continued to want more. At the same time that Lesia's creative world was blossoming, Unfortunately, she was also suffering from the pains of tuberculosis, a painful disease of the bone. Because of this, she could not enjoy the things she once had, such as playing the piano and socializing with friends. But her disease did not stop Lesia in her quest to write about Ukraine. So, using the time she had by herself, alone in her home, she dove even deeper into her radical and exciting new work. But here's the thing, Lesia wasn't alone. There were many writers in Ukraine just like her, seeking a free and independent Ukraine, and she was soon about to meet them. I am quite well aware that this is impudence, yet tis has been pronounced on high that I must throw myself into the maze of global themes, which my countrymen, except two or three brave souls, dare not enter. In 1888, when Lesia was 17 years old, her and her brother Mikola decided to do something unheard of at the time. Along with other Ukrainian activists and writers, they created a secret group called the Pleiades. The mission of the Pleiades was to come together and develop the literature of Ukraine through groundbreaking translations of classic works from other countries. Now, remember, at this time the Russian Empire did not approve of the Ukrainian language being used in printed publications, so the group was taking a major risk. But Lesia, her brother and peers were unafraid, 
as powerful as weapons may be, Lesson knew that art in any form can be just as powerful in their fight against Tsarist Russia. One of the group's most famous works was a translation of author Nikolai Gogol's short stories called Evenings on a Farm Near the Kanka, a book that shares the customs, stories, and beauty of Ukrainian village life. Due to her illness, Ukrainka also spent this period of her life traveling, seeking relief from her tuberculosis. Lesia loved to travel because it was a chance for her to learn as much as she could about the countries, people, and cultures she was able to experience. She used those experiences to create epic poems and even stage plays. And during one of those trips, Ukrainka met Sergei Merzhinsky, a young man who was also being treated for tuberculosis. The two fell deeply in love, as evident in Lesia's poems, Your letters always smell of withered roses, and To leave everything and to fly to you. But their love was short-lived, as Sergei passed away just a few short years later due to his illness. Lesia would later go on to marry a man named Clement Kvitka, a musicologist, in 1907, and the couple would spend the rest of their days in the country of Georgia. Brother, you know not the price of women's sacrifices, but I will tell you, of all womankind far-famed, Iphigenia did not make the greatest and the hardest sacrifice. So many harder sacrifices, though unfamed, are made by women who leave not even a name to them. Lesia Ukrainka. They love to rule with guards in every town. They bring great sorrow, but they'll never bring me down. They bend my words with laughable decrees. They want me hopeless and driven to my knees. Yet I dare to rise, much to their disdain. I dare to dream despite the suffering and strain. I dare to They think they know me, they think I'm weak They think they'll silence me in ways so utterly antique They think I'm no one, a historical mistake That I'm erasable and my native tongue is fake But I dare to smile, my joy will not contain I dare to write, the page is my Speak their language 
Lesia Ukrainka passed away on August 1, 1913, at the age of 42, leaving behind a legacy of great works celebrating the culture, people, and her beloved home of Ukraine. Like Lesia, we have the power to write our own stories. So, I wonder, what will you do next? to comply and speak their language without asking why but we shall rise like the neighbor does in spring we'll spread our wings 